0: Hi everyone and welcome to Oscar Wilde, a podcast about film always counting down to next year's Oscars. I'm Sophia Simonello.
1: And I'm Nick Rorkraut.
0: And today we have our holiday movie draft. I'm so excited about this one.
1: This is our second draft. I think I'm more stressed about this one than I was for the last one.
0: Well, it's because we have so many different types of categories that we'll get to. And we also have a special guest who is the queen of Christmas movie (laughs) trivia and knowledge. Please welcome to Oscar Wilde, my sister, Isabel Simonello. Welcome.
1: Welcome back, Isabel.
0: Thank you. Thank you for giving me the title of Queen of Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) What an honor. (laughs) I'm very excited to be here. This is something we've been talking about doing for a long time. Yeah, we'll see how it all goes down.
1: So... I said welcome back. We've done a, an A24 pod really early on, cursed. <laughs> it just did not go well. So, <laughs> listeners have not gotten to hear this. We will re-record at some point and I guess officially welcome Isabel.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, this is a more appropriate debut for me, I think, than the <laughs> A24 one. So, before we get into the rules and the categories of the draft, just generally, what do you both love about Christmas movies? I honestly love everything about them. I love how they don't take themselves too seriously. They just, you know, embrace everything that's cheesy and magical. And I've always loved Christmas. I start watching Christmas movies very early on.
1: Growing up, we would watch Christmas movies every holiday. I don't know how many times, but they have 24-hour marathons of A Christmas Story, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, It's a Wonderful Life, Home Alone, Elf, etc., etc. And I think through inundation of these films, just come to love them so much more, which seems like a backwards way about it. But echoing what you said, Isabel, I love that they don't take themselves too seriously. They're fun to rewatch. Most of them are campy and they just never get old, which is special.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. I think they're just a nostalgia machine. Like you Mm -hmm. put them on and you're right back to when you were six years old, Watching it and you know wanting to watch Home Alone every single night for an entire week, you go right back to that place, and I think that's what's so fun. And I think that they are seriously so rewatchable. And I was curious to ask you about that, but you already covered it. Because as someone who doesn't rewatch a lot of movies, I was curious yeah. if Christmas movies fall into that bucket too, or if these are exempt from that rule.
1: They are, and I don't really have an explanation for it. They're just fun to revisit.
0: So another question or thing I wanted to bring up. So Isabel, you mentioned how they're cheesy and that's something you really like. And Nick, you talked about how they're campy. So I put in our outline some of my favorite telltale tropes of Christmas movies (laughs) and these are often I think of the variety that are on Hallmark or Freeform or Lifetime even Netflix now but I just want to run through some of my favorites and then ask you both to maybe share some of yours if I left any out the first one a heroine or protagonist has a painfully Christmas themed name so here I'm thinking like Holly, Ivy, Joy they always seem to have a name like this (laughs) I need to throw three more into the mix. (laughs) Crystal, Natalie, and (laughs) Noelle. Perfect. See, this is what I'm talking about here. (laughs) The next one, a woman returns to her small, idyllic hometown for the holidays.
1: A classic.
0: The next, we have a struggling business. Usually a bakery, country store, that kind of thing is at risk of going under. (laughs) Next we have, let's pretend to be in a relationship for our families, only to fall in love for real. (laughs) And for some reason also, Christmas always needs saving. (laughs) Christmas is just in peril. (laughs) Something's going to happen if these people in the town don't come together and save it. And my last one, which I think is personally my favorite, is when a random person in the town ends up being Santa. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Wait, what? What is this last one referring to?
0: It's usually in a Hallmark movie or in a Lifetime movie where there's this mall Santa that looks like a little too real oh, or okay. knows a little too much. Yes. <laughs>
1: So like Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Kind of.
0: But even crazier sometimes. The Disney Channel original movie, Ultimate Christmas Present, where Santa has the weather machine and he's their neighbor, lives down the block from them. This is kind of an exhaustive, silly list, but do you have any others that jump out to you as things that always happen in Christmas movies? I feel like there's often a really extravagant Christmas festival or a fair or something Mm -hmm. in the town that everybody goes to. Uh, That's very important. Oh, there's also always a really nosy neighbor or like an all-knowing neighbor that gets involved. They're typically seen like baking, bringing over like baked goods or, you know, Christmas shopping for everyone. That's often. (laughs) someone in the mix.
1: Another one that I thought of, people or families trying to get out of Christmas and like escaping their families for the holiday, and that just never works. I personally love when the guy's names are Nick and named after Saint Nick. Uh (laughs) Very classic.
0: (laughs) Very fitting. Okay, so we have a lot of categories, lots of things to draft here, so let's get into our rules. So our first rule, each person will select one movie, character, etc. in each of the categories listed.
1: Once someone has drafted a movie, that person won't be able to draft that movie in any other category, but another person can draft it in a specialty category. So if I took Home Alone 2 Lost in New York in the 90s category, Isabel couldn't draft it in the 90s or the sequel categories. But Isabel could draft a character, a song, anything in a specialty category from that same movie. So you're only allowed to draft a movie or something from that movie once. I think that'll make sense once we go over all of our categories here.
0: We'll do a snake draft and we'll update you on the order as we go. So speaking of the snake draft, I have a magical wheel of names and I will spin the wheel now to determine who will go first.
1: Isabel, did you watch her make this?
0: She's watching it right now. now. So I get the first pick. (laughs)
1: Okay, that's actually fine.
0: (laughs) All right, so then we'll determine who goes second. Spinning the wheel again. All right, so Nick, you go second, and Isabel will get the third and fourth pick. Okay. So similar to what we've done before. Getting into our categories, so we have two kind of buckets of categories. We have movies, and we have specialty categories. Our movie categories, we have 1990s, 2000s, 2018 to 2020, sequel, prequel, or remake, animated or claymation, straight to TV or streaming, classic holiday movie, and a movie that's not really a Christmas movie, but you pretend it is one because it has a Christmas carol or a reference to Christmas in it.
1: And then our specialty categories, we have holiday heartthrob, hero, heroine, villain, teen star turned Christmas movie staple. So this person has to have been in at least two Christmas movies movie santa christmas song or performance in a movie and a wild card category
0: and similar to other drafts that we've done the wild card can be a pick in any category so you can double up on anything that you want
1: but it can't have been chosen before correct or is this like fair Correct.
0: Main? it can't have been chosen before
1: okay i'm so nervous this could literally shatter into pieces and in like oh you know i'm picks. so
0: scared <laughs> it's all gonna fall apart okay so i'm gonna start you know I was just so inspired by our live watch episode (laughs) that in the 1990s category, I will be choosing Home Alone.
1: Okay. I knew (laughs) that that was going first. Yeah. Okay. I knew.
0: (laughs) I feared it was. Just like we talked about last time, classic, Macaulay Culkin, Chris Columbus, John Hughes team up. If you haven't listened to our episode yet, our Home Alone watch party, please do. We had so much fun on it. All right, Nick, you are up yeah, whenever you're yeah, ready. I'm going. I'm so nervous, too, that I have to wait so long for my second pick. Like, so many are going to disappear.
1: I really didn't want to go first. Okay, so we'll see if this is the right move. But for movie Santa, I'm going with the movie Elf.
0: Okay, he's a good movie Santa.
1: I guess there are two in that movie. Does that, like, count twice for me? Who in are a you taking then? <laughs> no, the real you Santa. You like want the one that
0: smells like beef and cheese, not Santa. <laughs> All right, Isabel, you are up for your very first pick. This is so hard because I really don't have a strategy. <laughs> so for my first pick, it's going to be in the sequel, prequel, remake category. And I'm picking Home Alone 2, Lost mm. in New York. Okay. okay. <laughs> and Home Alone 2 is a great sequel. What do you like about Home Alone 2? I think that I I just love it so much because I relate to Kevin so much and that he just like, he loves... Christmas trees and he wants to spend Christmas somewhere cold where there's snow and in New York it's the perfect setting for a Christmas movie. He just wants to eat his cheese pizza and watch (laughs) the Grinch and just relax and I just I love it. I think it has the best parts of Home Alone just a better setting. And I think that it's just so much fun.
1: I love the New York City of it all. And it's slightly different take on the original. It's a lot of fun.
0: So you have another pick, Isabel. Okay, so I'm also going to pick a movie from the 1990s category. And I'm picking The Santa Claus. Nice. A great one. We quote this movie, all the time.
1: This was one I watched a lot growing up. I feel like it was always on ABC Family.
0: (laughs) It was. Mm -hmm. The Rose Such a Gladder Company. I also contemplated picking Charlie from the Santa Claus as a villain, but now (laughs) I can't do that. That little boy is so annoying. What about real life Tim Allen?
1: There's still some really good ones out here, and I'm trying to scoop them up before they're taken.
0: It's an embarrassment of riches. There are so many.
1: Okay, I'm kind of going obscure categories here first, but I'm going for best Christmas song. My choice will be Holiday Road from Christmas Vacation. Again, another category where there are so many good choices.
0: I also just love the open credits. Exactly. Okay. So I've been just praying that this doesn't happen for anybody else. So I'm going to do it now. Uh-oh. In the hero category, I'm taking one of my favorite heroes of cinema, maybe, and that is George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. In one of my favorite books by one of my favorite writers, William Goldman, he has this wonderful essay where he talks about actors and where you remember them, like where you will leave them in your memory, mm-hmm. what performance or what specific moment. And for me, Jimmy Stewart will always be winking at Clarence when he gets his wings and saying boy" at the end and smiling with his family. That's just mm-hmm. always how he will be memorialized for me yeah. as an actor. And this is one of our favorites that we watch every year. And I just wanted to pick him here.
1: Kind of surprising you went here and not with your classic Christmas movie for It's a Wonderful Life.
0: I have a lot in that category that I really like. George Bailey is also the namesake of our golden retriever. So it's important. (laughs) So that's where my strategy ends. So now I have to actually really think about what I'm going to pick next. Okay. In the animated claymation category... Mm -hmm. I will be selecting the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Very important distinction. Mm
1: -hmm. 1966, I believe. Yes. Right, okay.
0: Boris Karloff goes there.
1: An important classic. And really, I only liked this one for a long time.
0: I will say right now that if anyone wants a Jim Carrey version, that is fine. I hate that version. (laughs) Like I cannot watch it. I know that's very polarizing and controversial because a lot of people, especially people our age, really like it, but it's so jarring. I I can't get through it.
1: I used to hate it a lot. And I think just re-watching Jim Carrey's total aloof, undertaking of this character just like made me like it somehow.
0: I haven't seen it for years. I feel like I should rewatch it and maybe revisiting it will make me like it more. I will say I saw the Benedict Cumberbatch version that came out a couple (laughs) years ago or last year. It's animated. It's very cute. It was like surprisingly good.
1: That one was terrible. I hated The Grinch.
0: I prefer it to the Jim Carrey one.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Starring Taylor Momsen. from Gossip Girl fame.
1: (laughs) And Molly Shannon and Christine Baranski.
0: Yeah, like I should like it on paper, but there's something about the green that just I do not like. It just like really scares (laughs) me. Mm -hmm. Okay, Nick, you are up.
1: Okay, I guess I'm going to be the first one to go into the Christmas heartthrob category.
0: (laughs) I'm so scared that you're going to take mine.
1: I'm 99% sure who you're going to take, and I will be taking Rodrigo Santoro from Love Actually.
0: That's who I was going to take. No way. It's why I didn't take Love Actually in the two thousands category before this because I was going to, but that's fine.
1: I have a better choice for you. I'm surprised.
0: I have that choice as well, and that's where I'm going to make my move. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this is this is the right choice.
1: Yeah absolute triumph for Laura Linney's character here this is just one of the most upsetting parts of this movie besides the whole Emmett Thompson of it we won't get into it now but
0: I'm always like just put your phone like please no like put it on silent (laughs) okay Isabel you have two picks for my classic I'm picking It's a Wonderful Life I have to yeah it's one of my favorite movies of all time we watch it every Christmas Eve which is one of my favorite traditions we have feel bad. You know, choices just (laughs) need to be made, and if you're gonna do it... Okay, fine. My Christmas heartthrob is Graham from The Holiday. (sighs) No, I thought I had a monopoly on former English majors living in the English countryside.
1: This is the strategy. Okay, for animated claymation, I will say your mom inspired me having to pick this. I'm picking Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We have Hermie the Elf, I think one of the best dentists in any film.
0: I think so, too.
1: (laughs) And I was actually Hermie for Halloween a few years ago. I don't know if I saw you then or not. Oh, (laughs)
0: yeah. This is also, I think, my favorite of the classic claymation. Mm -hmm. they're all so cute and this santa we also have to say is so mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's like a vicious santa so is rudolph's dad
1: yeah donner
0: he's so mean okay so i'm up i have two picks so in the sequel prequel remake category i will be selecting christmas vacation it's technically a sequel since it came Mm -hmm. after vacation
1: okay okay
0: it's it counts i can take it somewhere else if you're not okay with that category
1: I think I would have put it somewhere else, but I am fine with you taking. It. I mean, I already took the song, so it's not like I can use it again. So
0: Okay. In the villain category, I will be selecting Donald Trump in Home Alone 2, <laughs> Lost in New York. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will be selecting Ebenezer Scrooge. I think a huge thing about Christmas movie villains, apart from a few Most of the times they have a redemption arc. That's a huge thing I think with Scrooge, of course. And I think too about when I think of iconic Christmas villains, like why are you being a Scrooge or describing someone who doesn't like Christmas as a Scrooge? Do I have to specify which Ebenezer I want?
1: Yeah, I would say which movie, yeah.
0: Okay, I want Michael Caine in The Muppets Christmas Carol.
1: Okay, that's a really good choice. But I'm surprised you don't put him in the hero category. Because without redemption, I guess he's kind of... He could be either, really.
0: He could, and that I think is what's great about the character and why it works. Mm -hmm. But I think that he's a villain for a good portion of the story until he finally realizes and is able to become a hero and put his money to good use. Maybe my Donald Trump choice is better. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, you're up.
1: Again, I'm surprised you haven't taken, neither of you have gone here yet, but since it's still open, I need to take teen star turned Christmas movie staple Vanessa (laughs) Hutchins. (laughs) Because that really is like the only choice.
0: No, there are plenty of choices. There are. I have her and like six others on my list. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) I have a three woman list and I just really haven't seen any of the films that the other two were in, even though they're big names. So Mm. I loved the Princess Switch. I guess the Princess Switches now just for how insane her character is and that she's been (laughs) in like at least four Netflix Christmas films in the past few years alone so i
0: mean the fact that she plays three characters and princess switch switched again <laughs> i think <laughs> says it all
1: there was a tweet about like in 2054 we're gonna have a movie with like 37 vanessa hutchins characters <laughs> <all>
0: <laughs> it'll be like avengers endgame but all vanessa hutchins <laughs>
1: Honestly, I'm down for that movie.
0: (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Okay, Isabel, you have two picks. Okay. For my villain, I am picking Scott Farkas from A Christmas Story. Oh, sorry. Scott Farkas. <laughs> That's a good one.
1: This might be my favorite movie that people love to hate. We well,
0: are also from Cleveland, so you have to love it. Yeah, it's a rule. I do.
1: I do. Have you been That's to the true. house? We've been to the house. I love it too.
0: Okay, and then my second pick is going to be in the two thousands category, and I am picking Elf. Great pick. This is, I think, my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> The only respectable one, honestly.
0: (laughs) It really is so good. And it was just like such a pleasant surprise. You Mm -hmm. know, it kind of became an instant classic for me. Okay, Nick, you're up again.
1: Okay, so for the 2018 to 2020 category, I will be choosing Mm -hmm. Netflix's Let It Snow.
0: Mm Oh, so you're going to end up with two straight to BOD movies.
1: I guess so. I mean, but this one
0: is really cute.
1: I guess a lot of the recent ones just have been VOD. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my directed TV movie is really going to throw you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. That's how it should be. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I have two picks. Just looking at my board here. All right. So I got to do it now because I want it and I don't know if anyone else is going to take it, but I just feel like I need to do it it stars my problematic fave maybe and it's by one of my favorite directors in the not really a christmas movie i'm taking eyes wide shut
1: (laughs) a great choice uh i wanted to watch this again before the pod but there was just no way i was gonna choose i watched it it
0: last night
1: i really need to Uh.
0: honestly if you haven't seen eyes wide shut it's a real trip
1: where does Christmas come in in the movie? Or does it take place on Christmas?
0: It takes place like throughout Christmas time, but they're wrapping presents, there's Christmas decorations, they go Christmas shopping okay. all throughout. And the movie is just a gift. So, my next pick for movie Santa, I'm going to go a little newer and I'm going to take Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
1: That's a really good choice. Ugh.
0: Ideally, Santa's kind of good looking, so that checks that box
1: here. It fits your bill. <laughs> yeah. Does that make you Goldie Hawn as Mrs. Claus? Oh my
0: gosh. I would love to be Goldie Hawn any day.
1: <laughs> I really can't wait for the sequel to come out. It
0: just came out.
1: Did it? No. Oh my God, today, yeah.
0: I need to watch it still. Aww. Okay, so, Nick, you're up again.
1: Yay. Okay, since my hero category was totally destroyed, kind of by myself, I have myself to blame as well. But again, another like hero villain crossover. I'm taking Jack from The Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Oh, a great one. That's so good.
1: He's really in my villain category because he is just kind of the worst, kind of a movie Santa in a way. Just really one you kind of root for throughout.
0: Mm -hmm. Wait, so you want him in hero or villain? hero okay or heartthrob or heartthrob <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: him. wait does that mean timothy chalamet is playing him in the live action version <laughs>
0: <laughs> perfect casting honestly is this where your love for tall skinny men started <laughs>
1: Oh <wow. But>
0: probably <laughs> i'm like oh kurt russell and then we have oh wait jack skellington what a heartthrob oh. okay so isabel you have two picks so my next pick is actually in the 2018 2020 category, and it's Last Christmas.
1: Yes.
0: I'm honestly surprised that you didn't pick this, Nick. We almost saw this movie together, and then I booked a ticket uh, to the I, wrong. I, oh my theater. God.
1: <laughs> I remember that.
0: <laughs> we both went to like an early screening, and I accidentally picked it for like the Regal in Times Square. Of course, you didn't choose that show. <laughs>
1: Honestly, it's probably good we didn't watch this together because I remember bawling my eyes out during this movie. Yeah,
0: oh, it's no. a tearjerker.
1: I was surprised how much I like this. And people mm. just totally guessed the movie based on the trailer. Yeah. And I was like, why are you ruining it for yourself? Again, this is like another fun movie you just kind of go and have fun with.
0: I was one of the people who ruined it for myself from the trailer. it's an unfortunate reality okay isabel you have another pick my next pick is gonna be in the animated slash claymation movie category and it's nightmare before christmas nice okay do you guys watch this at halloween and christmas or do you view it as like more of a christmas movie than a halloween movie or vice versa i watch it at halloween and christmas and to be honest i used to consider it primarily a halloween movie but speaking of Timothy Chalamet, it's his favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> so, oh my
1: god, oh, I didn't know <laughs> that.
0: Isabel's the keeper of all of the Timothy Chalamet trivia.
1: I usually watch this at Halloween and then just kind Mm -hmm. of like carry it over into Christmas. But to me, it counts as both. Some people are really strict about like where it stands in movies like that, but I will allow it in both. Okay, I'm going to go with classic Christmas movie, and I will be taking White Christmas. Some amazing music, Snow, that Uh was on my short list, and some incredible dancing by Vera Ellen. And she was actually one of the youngest Rockettes. Oh,
0: that's cool.
1: Rosemary Clooney, and obviously Bing Crosby. It's just such a heartwarming movie. And again, another tearjerker towards the end always gets me.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I watched this again the other night. I was like, oh, this is so lovely.
1: One of your Christmas in peril tropes.
0: (laughs) Christmas in peril. (laughs) Okay, so in the Christmas song slash performance category, I'll be taking my favorite Christmas song, and that is Fairy Tale of New York from A Very Murray Christmas. Ooh. Sung by Bill Murray, Maya Rudolph, and company.
1: That's towards the end, right? Yeah. I rewatched this part just for that song because I absolutely love their rendition.
0: It just captures that spirit of the Pogues and Bill Murray's so perfect for it, as always.
1: Like getting Maya Rudolph, Rashida Jones, Bill Murray together, just... I know. I'm there. Mm
0: -hmm. Christmas in New York, it's just so romanticized. It works on me so well.
1: Ooh, I guess... (laughs) I just mentioned it last week, but the one Christmas reference movie, I could choose How to Be Single.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite movie.
1: Oh, my favorite.
0: I'm really sorry, Isabel, because I know that you really like this one. (laughs) But in the straight to TV category, I will be taking Mistletones.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Ooh.
0: Have you ever seen this, Nick? It's yes. so good. It's so
1: bad. No, <laughs> no, so good. Oh my God. It's
0: so good. Anything with. Ooh. a like a perturbed Tory spelling i am there tia mowry
1: harrowing
0: no it's <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> so the way i like plan my christmas movie watching is i'll start with like really cheesy christmas movies that i'm like oh it's like christmas but like not mm-hmm. really mistletones isn't even in that list i'm like no that's like a legitimate <laughs> christmas movie that has to wait till december <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It's better than some of the other options I've watched recently, I have to say. Some of the Netflix ones I've watched. We can get to those near the end. Yeah. Okay, Nick, you are up.
1: Okay, I'm going to the 2000s and kind of a cracked pick. I love to throw this on every year. It's, Isabel, kind of like you mentioned, you separate your movies on when you watch them. Mm -hmm. I love throwing on movies when I'm cooking and just like having something in the background. And this is perfect as that, but also you could sit down no distractions and watch it and have a good time. This is Christmas with the Cranks.
0: That is a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jamie Lee Curtis one, right? Yes, of course. And the girl from Cinderella Story. Shelby Cummings. She's the daughter. I don't remember okay. her, the
1: actress's name, but... Oh, okay. I vaguely remember yes.
0: She's also in Freaky Friday. I don't know what happened to her. Yeah. She was very of the time.
1: So my iconic cast... Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd, and then Caroline Rhea, who was one of the aunts oh, in Sabrina. Yes. Hilda. And Felicity Huffman.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Another iconic name trope here, Felicity's name in the movie, which I guess is problematic. Her name was Mary, oh, M-E-R-R-Y. M-E-R-R-Y. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie is actually also an adaptation of John Grisham's book.
0: Oh, I did not know that. Okay. So from my... F- First pick, um, I'm going to do Movie Santa. Recently, uh, one of Macy's Santas connected with me on LinkedIn. I wanted to pick him, but... Uh, what? <laughs> I don't think he's been in many movies what? recently. But um, when you have a previous background in oh casting, God. you get some strange LinkedIn requests. <laughs> yes, but shout out to Richard. My Movie <laughs> Santa, though, is going to be Chris Kringle in Santa Claus is Coming to Town. A ginger...
1: Ooh, I don't know if I've seen this one.
0: Really? So oh, it's good. good. It's really good.
1: The other really big early claymation one is The Year Without a Santa Claus. I
0: love that one too. Mm-hmm. Ignatius Thistle White. Santa's very like ornery in that one though. He is ornery. I didn't want to pick him. <laughs> I thought about him and I was like, no, he's kind of annoying. I like that Mrs. Claus a lot though. Yeah, she's great. Okay, Isabel, you have another pick. Okay. So my next pick is in my hero category and I am picking Rudolph. Mm. Sweet. I mean, he did save Christmas. Iconic. The Rudolph from that claymation, I just like, when I look at him, I want to cry. He's so cute. Okay, Nick, you're up.
1: Okay. In the 1990s category, I will be taking The Muppet Christmas Carol.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. It is just so great. Anything with Gonzo and Kermit.
1: It's incredible. Yeah. I rewatched it a few weeks ago, and I was like, why am I not watching this every year?
0: It's one of ours that we watch every year. Mm Mm-hmm just a classic
1: it will be now yeah because it's funny the characters are great mm-hmm. you took Michael Kane previously but just so much fun
0: in my 2000s category I will be taking Love Actually No, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to do it. I'm going to switch my pick and I'm going to take the holiday because I do like it more. I would be lying Uh. if I said I didn't. And Isabel, you already took Jude Law.
1: And yeah, and I took Rodrigo. Yeah, I guess you could still pick Love Actually in your wild card.
0: Mm -hmm, I could, but I think you guys like it more, so I'm okay not taking it. And okay, in my 2018 to 2020 category, I know people are going to dispute this, so I'm just ready. I will be taking Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Also, that's when Bob Odenkirk shows up in the movie and when it totally goes off the rails.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you like Greta's version more than the Gillian Armstrong version?
0: Yes, I do like the Greta version better. It's much sharper and more modern. I think that she has a really good handle on what a period film should be, and she knows exactly where to put the camera. I really like the flashbacks, and I thought it was just a great adaptation of it, despite having multiple versions of Little Women. Like we have the like really old one with mm-hmm. Catherine Hepburn in it.
1: There's so many, even some TV miniseries.
0: Yeah. So I think I found this version really successful and it had that warm Christmas quality to it.
1: Wow. I can't believe you chose an Emma Watson film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, no, I didn't choose her in my hero category. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a testament to Greta Gerwig because she made a movie where I was fine with Emma Watson the whole time. Like, she really didn't bother me at all. So, great job, Greta. We saw this movie on Christmas Day last year. We did. uh, Another Timothy Chalamet vehicle. mm -hmm. Okay, Nick, you're up.
1: Okay, I'm going to go with villain here. I'm curious on your thoughts of this movie, but I'm going with Mr. Penguin from Batman Returns.
0: (laughs) I didn't think about... That possibility necessarily, as you know, Christmas movies that aren't really Christmas movies and opening that up with the villains, but I think it's creative, so I will accept
1: it. I think this is Danny DeVito's best role ever. Besides, it's always sunny, his transformation is disgustingly good to watch. He's just such a creature as Mr. Penguin, <laughs> mm-hmm. and really, this movie shines. The cinematography is great. I think I like Tim Burton more than I would give him credit for. And just the set design. It's a great movie.
0: Well, you have your hero and your villain are both Tim Burton creations.
1: There we go. See?
0: Okay. So my pick for Christmas song slash performance in a Christmas movie is going to be Hark the Herald Angels Sing And A Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: Oh, that's another classic. I'm surprised no one took that.
0: Mm -hmm. It was on my list. It was my backup for animated. Okay, and you have one more pick. You guys both have not a Christmas movie left. I know. I'm having a difficult time deciding which one I want to put there. I'm actually going to pick someone in the teen star turned (laughs) Christmas movie staple category.
1: (laughs) The one I've been waiting for, honestly.
0: (laughs) I'm having a difficult time deciding. I think I know where Sophia's going to go, but ultimately, I prefer this person to that person. So I'm picking Tia Maori. She's already been disrespected over the mistletones discourse. So, justice for Tia. Tia gave us the mistletones. She gave us um, a very vintage Christmas. We have what other ones? Gingerbread romance. What a name. <laughs> Gingerbread romance. Oh my christmas in there's so many that she's in so i have to pick tia okay nick you're up
1: uh i have too many wild cards that i want to use but i can't really use them elsewhere okay i will be going with my movie that's not really a christmas movie but this one really is and i think you know what my choice is going to be here it's tangerine
0: Okay, I watched this movie last night and I have very complicated feelings about it, but talk about what you love about it.
1: It's intense and gritty and I mean, one of its opening lines, just amazing. The minute I saw this, I was like, I am watching this every year. Was this your first time watching it?
0: It was my first time making it all the way through. I find (laughs) iPhone movies very disorienting. Like, I really didn't Mm -hmm. like Unsane, so that was hard. But I feel like it really suffered from poor direction, in my opinion. I wanted to, like, actually know more about the characters, because I found them really compelling. But I felt like the filming was such a gimmick to me that I was just, like, turned off by it. I wanted to love it, but I just didn't. But I didn't hate it. Like, I thought it had plenty to it that I did like. But the iPhone of it all was very disorienting for me.
1: I love the again from the opening sequence the camera movement is kind of like a crane shot and I absolutely love that in the rest of the movie it wasn't really distracting to me but also I love the representation in the film Mm -hmm. and what he does with these characters and showcasing their lives and how Christmas isn't always this happy heartwarming story that a lot of movies give us so I love that this is kind of down a different path Mm -hmm. of normal Christmas movies
0: okay so I two picks. In my heartthrob category, candidly, I wanted to take Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation, (laughs) which will probably surprise no one. But I will be taking Henry Golding in Last Christmas.
1: That's way more surprising to me.
0: Than Chevy Chase? Yeah. Well, I couldn't take Chevy Chase because I took Christmas Vacation already. I guess, yeah, you can't. (laughs) Sophia and I saw Henry Golding at the Grove movie theater. It was really exciting. (laughs) We did. And I had popcorn in my turtleneck that he definitely saw. (laughs) It was really embarrassing. But he was very nice. Held the door open for us. Oh! But there were quite a few in that category that I liked. But those were my early choices. And they were taken. But Henry Golding, I'm not mad about it. Mm -mm. Okay. For my classic holiday movie, I will be taking Holiday Inn. Which I really love. I think it's a classic that more people need to watch. Another Bing Crosby movie, which is great, okay. from 1942. It's a wonderful musical, Fred Astaire.
1: I need to give this another shot because I think I watched this quite a while ago and didn't totally strike me like It's a Wonderful Life or White Christmas did.
0: I might like it more than White Christmas. Ooh. Yeah, but I like all of them. I like White Christmas a lot.
1: I think you might lose it. I'm gonna go with I'm so scared. My direct TV Christmas movie. Okay. Even if I like wagered a million dollars for you to guess this, I don't think you really could.
0: <laughs> okay. What is it?
1: And I don't even know if you've seen this, but it's to grandmother's house we go. <laughs> what is Do you know that? what this is.
0: Is that Mary Kate and Ashley or no? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. Yes. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Mary Kate and Ashley. Now I know what yes. it is. I thought you meant like a new Netflix movie. I was like, what is no, this? No,
1: no, this is old. I'm Wheel dead. of Fortune. <laughs> like, oh my God, such amazing characters. This is just a total throwback that I watched growing up and I still have the VHS for.
0: No, this is a great pick.
1: It's fun to revisit this too. Okay, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> I need to watch this again. I need to wow. watch it
0: again too. I don't think I've watched this since I was little. Okay, Isabel, you have two picks my next pick is in the not a christmas movie category and i'm picking mean girls um mean girls (laughs) i mean it definitely isn't a christmas movie christmas just plays such an iconic part in that movie Mm -hmm. the jingle bell rock of it all the candy grams i'm really surprised that you picked this actually i had another one on my list for you for this category did everyone pick yeah i was gonna pick ladybird um i love the christmas scene in that i feel like it's cheating too much i don't know
1: there's so many from this list that
0: mm-hmm. there really are isabel you have one more pick
1: last category right
0: yeah besides wild card straight to tv streaming i was saving this one because i love them all so much that i'm having a really difficult time deciding but ultimately i'm picking the abc family slash freeform classic holiday and handcuffs <laughs> which <laughs> melissa Joan Hart also could have been picked for the you know <laughs> <laughs> the teen star turned christmas movie staple but okay hey, maybe i'm gonna pick her oh i'm you, just kidding oh okay I was gonna going to. <laughs> this movie though i feel like kind of set off the whole trope of like bringing home a fake boyfriend for christmas mm-hmm. can you think of an earlier example i can't so Mario Lopez, <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart, a classic. Am I up now or is You're it?
1: You're up. Okay. Ugh. Okay, you trashed this one earlier, but for sequel, prequel, remake, I will be going with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. Okay. <laughs> it's an easy one to just throw on and rewatch. Give it another shot, maybe.
0: I'm surprised no one took Where Are You Christmas for song from this.
1: That song is just kind of annoying to me, I will say.
0: I agree. <laughs> I just didn't know if you liked the movie, if you would like it.
1: I do have it on my shortlist. And I actually did have this album downloaded at some point. I have no idea why. (laughs) There are some good songs from the movie. But that, to me, is not one of its finer moments.
0: All right. So I have two categories left, my teen star and my wild card. So for my teen star turned Christmas movie staple, I will be selecting the Hallmark Queen, Lacey Chabert.
1: There we go. Mm. (laughs) Let me just read you
0: some of her titles. We have a royal Christmas, family for Christmas, matchmaker Santa, Christmas in Rome. Christmas in Rome's really good. Bride, prejudice, and mistletoe. The sweetest Christmas, a wish for Christmas, a Christmas melody. You get the picture.
1: So if anybody doesn't know who this is. This is actually Gretchen in Mean Girls, Miss Toaster Strudel herself as the newest Christmas heroine. A
0: Christmas Melody, the last one of her titles that you named, has both Queens of Christmas in it, Mariah Carey and Lacey Chabert. So it's oh, wow. a good one.
1: She's been in over 18 Hallmark films. <laughs> that's absurd. That's
0: why I picked her. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna go with the movie where we have the debate, is it or isn't it a Christmas movie most often? So I will be selecting Die Hard.
1: Okay, the rubber foot man himself, oh Bruce Willis.
0: Another holiday heartthrob.
1: I was gonna say, I'm surprised you didn't pick him.
0: You guys have a very good um, understanding of my type <laughs> and it is a little upsetting. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha. It's okay. All right, Nick, your last pick, your wild card.
1: Initially, I had an obscure pick here I was really proud of. I could have gone with this for a direct-to-TV as well, but I I can't pick it. It's so sad. I have to pick this because I watch it every year. It's on TBS, Uh usually in a 24-hour marathon. I have to pick A Christmas Story.
0: I forgot about this entirely until right now, which is so sad that I didn't take it. The marathon? No, just taking the the movie. movie. Because I had it in my head that Isabella had taken it, but she took... Scott Farkas, Mm -hmm. so good. The Red Rider BB gun.
1: I almost thought about shortlisting the BB gun as the villain. (laughs) But I also had Ralphie under my hero category that I couldn't use after Mm -hmm. Isabel took Scott. So I had to. Mm -hmm.
0: I love the dad so much. Amazing. (laughs) And the mom.
1: The most iconic moments, the soap in the mouth. You know, the little brother being wrapped in clothes so tight. He can't Mm -hmm. put his arms down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and his voice. uh, Can't wait to watch this again. Okay, I'm done. Isabel, last one.
0: So my wife card is actually going to be a movie that i really scared me as a child and that's scrooged the 1988 oh, bill murray mm, take on christmas carol such a
1: good one it's
0: very good i definitely enjoy it a lot more now but i can still vividly see the scene when he like is going to be cremated Ooh, so yeah. it's terrified me as a child but that's my <laughs> wild card. we did it
1: that's awesome
0: Do we want to run down our teams?
1: Yeah, definitely. And then we'll discuss,
0: I think, some ones we left off the board that maybe we want to give a little tribute to. Okay. So for the 1990s, I have the Santa Claus. For the 2000s, I have Elf. For 2018 to 2020, Last Christmas. Sequel, prequel, remake, Home Alone 2. Animated slash claymation, Nightmare Before Christmas. Straight to TV slash streaming, Holiday in Handcuffs. Classic holiday movie, It's a Wonderful Life, Not a Christmas Movie, Mean Girls, Holiday Heartthrob, Graham from The Holiday, Hero, Rudolph, Villain, Scott Farkas from A Christmas Story, Teen Star turned Christmas Movie Staple, Tia Mowry, Movie Santa, Chris Kringle from Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Christmas Song Slash Performance, Hark the Herald Angels Sing from A Charlie Brown Christmas, and my wild card is Scrooged.
1: For the 90s, I have The Muppet Christmas Carol. For the 2000s, Christmas with the Cranks. From 2018 to 2020, Let It Snow. Sequel, prequel, remake is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. Animated Claymation, the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Straight to TV streaming, To Grandmother's House We Go. Classic holiday movie, White Christmas. Not a Christmas movie, Tangerine. Holiday heartthrob is Rodrigo Santoro as Carl from Love Actually. Hero, Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Villain, Mr. Penguin from Batman Returns. Teen star turned Christmas movie staple, Vanessa Hudgens. Movie Santa, Elf. Christmas song, Holiday Road from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and my wild card is A Christmas Story.
0: All right, so for the 90s, I have Home Alone. For the 2000s, I have The Holiday. For 2018 to 2020, I have Greta Gerwig's Little Women. For sequel, prequel, or remake, I have National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. For animated or claymation, I have How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original. For straight-to-TV or streaming, I have Mistletones. For classic holiday movie, I have Holiday Inn. For not a Christmas movie, Eyes Wide Shut. For holiday heartthrob, I have Henry Golding as Tom in Last Christmas. For hero, I have George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. For villain, I have Ebenezer Scrooge as played by Michael Caine in The Muppets Christmas Carol. For teen star turned Christmas movie staple, I have Lacey Chabert. For movie Santa, I have Kurt Russell in The Christmas Chronicles. For Christmas Song, I have Fairy Tale of New York in A Very Murray Christmas. And for wildcard, I have Die Hard
1: amazing this is great i love it
0: what are some big ones that were missing
1: for me the ones i had left over were the family stone tearjerker
0: i figured you might pick that
1: yeah that was really close and then also the snowman oh my god the animated the have you seen that
0: our mom used to make us watch that when we were little and we would always fall asleep <laughs>
1: Uh, What about for you two? What did you leave out?
0: In the Netflix, straight to TV, that category, we have so many. I think Mm -hmm. we could have picked The Princess Switch, which you mentioned Vanessa Hudgens. The Christmas Prince, which I feel like is a big deal, but I'm not really into any movie where someone chooses to wear sneakers with a wedding dress. It's not just sneakers, it's Red Converse. (laughs) It's not believable that she's a New Yorker.
1: Oh, never. I haven't seen that one. I
0: don't think you would like it very much.
1: There's a sequel too, right? It's a
0: trilogy, actually. Yeah. There's... No. The Royal Wedding. The Royal Wedding and then the The baby. baby, Yeah. Yeah. So no one also picked Love Actually as a movie.
1: Mm, Wow.
0: So that's interesting. Well, I couldn't. You couldn't because you took it in heartthrob, which I was just like debating. And I thought I was safe to take that because I thought for sure you would take the movie and I could take him as the heartthrob. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's okay, though. I think the other big category that we didn't pick many things from is the animated claymation. Mm-hmm. So we talked about Rudolph. You picked the Santa from Santa Claus is Coming to Town. But Year Without a Santa Claus is a good one. Little Drummer Boy is a classic that also has two Oscar winners in it. Wow. And Report Back, if you can guess my trivia correctly. <laughs> and Miracle on 34th Street, both the original and the remake. Mm. Oh, another heartthrob. Dylan McDermott. Ah, shoot. That's a good one. No, I should have. Man, okay, that's all right. Henry Golding, I'm sticking by my choice.
1: And then also Klaus, which came out on Netflix Mm. last year. It was Oscar nominated. Very good. I really like this one.
0: I like that animation Mm. a lot. No one picked Frosty. Oh, I forget about Frosty all (laughs) the time. It makes me sad. Also, Karen, is is she a villain? Yeah, she was on my villain list. (laughs) Also, no one picked Joe Pesci as Harry, Oh yeah, our villain in Home Alone, but I couldn't. (laughs) Maybe we were kind of Home alone out.
1: Yeah, we kind of were. I I didn't even pick it, which is really sad. I could have gone for Carol of the Bells or Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree or Mm -hmm. Oh Holy Night from Home Alone. All amazing songs.
0: I thought you would take Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree.
1: I think I thought you thought I was going to take
0: that. I did, so you're right.
1: (laughs) And I don't know why I didn't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You were like, I know what she's thinking, so I'm not going to do it.
1: Also for song, which I couldn't choose this because of the movie, but when Christmas comes to town, always gets stuck in my head when I play it, but that's from the Polar Express. Oh my
0: God. Mm.
1: A great song, but I couldn't choose it because I couldn't have that movie on my list.
0: I figured. I was like, I don't think anybody's going <laughs> to take that one. We've all been on the record of being afraid of it. I thought about taking One More Sleep Till Christmas from Muppet Christmas Carol for my oh. song, and I forgot until just now.
1: That has some great music. It does. I was really surprised. Two
0: others that I have to mention that were like big in our house growing up that I don't know if you've ever seen, but... Have you seen the movie Prancer? No, I haven't. I think you would hate it. It's so good. (laughs) It has Sam Elliott in it. Okay. I think it might be a little too long for you. Because it feels it kind from? of wrong to me. I don't even... I, either look. very late 80s or early 90s. 89. Hmm. It looks like it's on Hulu right now. We watched it every year. It is it is cute. You should watch it okay. and report I'll back. I'll check it out. Another one that we watched all the time was this. Sorry. I'm laughing just because it just makes no sense why we watch this every year. But my dad's going to get mad at me for saying that when he listens. But have you seen House Without a Christmas Tree?
1: No. I haven't heard of that one either.
0: Of course you haven't because it's a TV movie from 1972. <laughs> Again, wow. with some Oscar nominees here. <laughs> Jason Robards, who I love, and Mildred Natwick, who plays the grandmother. But it's just one of those that like no one has seen, so I didn't draft it.
1: So I think Bennett would murder me if I didn't at least mention this, but... Nobody took Carol.
0: I was going to take it for my not really a Christmas movie. It was next after Eyes Wide Shut because it is the perfect Christmas mood. I love like mm-hmm. retro Christmas decorations yeah. and colors and Todd Haynes gets it so right.
1: So much nostalgia in that movie and really Rooney Mar mm-hmm. with, with Santa's hat on.
0: And Kate in her coats. Yeah. I love Carol.
1: And then another one we mentioned on a pod very briefly, but Nomadland. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Some other big Christmas movies. Uh, Gremlins. People yeah. love this as a Christmas movie.
0: Also, Just Friends. If you count that as a Christmas movie.
1: That's on a lot People of really love that yeah. one. Yeah. I started it and I couldn't. I've never seen it. Oh,
0: I like it. Really? Okay. I haven't watched it in a while, but. Okay. The fat Ryan Reynolds is hard to... Oh, I couldn't get by get it. Passed. I couldn't. I about that. Also, Harry Potter, specifically mm-hmm. the first and the fourth one, like with the Yule Ball and with Christmas in the Sorcerer's Stone yeah. and Harry staying back mm-hmm. and getting the sweater. I think those both count too.
1: Also, another one of my favorites that I love to throw on, Four Christmases. Mm-hmm. So much fun. I haven't seen
0: Four Christmases.
1: <gasps> Never ever. No. One of the best scenes of any Christmas movie, maybe one of my favorite scenes ever, of Vince Vaughn like gagging. Oh my God. It's just mm-hmm. so good.
0: <laughs> I'll watch it. Speaking of Vince Vaughn, Fred Claus is another one that people really like. Mm-hmm. That was on my list. The two thousands. No one picked Paul Giamatti as Santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I couldn't mention Paul Giamatti on back to back pods. There you
1: go. Wait, is Billy Bob Thornton not in your heartthrob category too, Sophia?
0: <laughs> no, he's not. That's like a little too far of a stretch.
1: In Bad Santa, yeah, that's.
0: Nick, have you ever seen Pee Wee's Christmas Special? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We were obsessed with the VHS tape as children. There is like Katie Lang, yeah. Grace Jones, Young Oprah.
1: I haven't. Young no, Joan Rivers. I haven't.
0: It is a time capsule. I have no idea why we had this on VHS either. I don't know, but there are so many good celebrity guests that it makes sense as to why we like yeah. watch What Happens Live so much. Playhouse, clubhouse.
1: Speaking of Pee Wee, have you ever seen any of the Ernest movies?
0: Oh. Uh, like Ernest Saves Christmas? Yeah. All those? I I think I've only seen one. I've only
1: seen one of them too. I've never seen the Christmas one. They're just so wacky. Oh my gosh.
0: We also didn't mention like Jingle All the Way, Mm -hmm. I'll Be Home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Those were some big ones from the 90s.
1: Jingle All the Way was another one that I watched a lot growing up.
0: Another one I've never seen.
1: One that I kind of liked, so back to the 90s category, was The Ref. Have you seen this? Mm -mm. I actually recommend this one. It's problematic because Kevin Spacey is in it wait
0: Kevin Spacey's in Fred Claus too right oh true yeah
1: but Dennis Leary plays this cat burglar and then Kevin he tries to rob this house but the husband and wife just bicker the entire time it's kind of a fun take on the Christmas movie and then another one is Mixed Nuts have you heard of this
0: I've heard of this, but I have not seen it.
1: <laughs> I didn't like it, but it's just another like Christmas movie that's kind of fun. Steve Martin is in it. Liev Schreiber mm-hmm. and then some other big names: Madeline Kahn and then Rob Reiner, Juliet Lewis, Adam Sandler, Rita Wilson. Oh, Huge Juliet cast. Juliette Lewis, love. Parker Posey, John Stewart. It's oh man, kind of a crazy movie. It has a 14 on Metascore. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes place in Venice in LA, which is kind of fun to see.
0: Because it has a Christmas scene, I thought about taking it. But I was like, no, I've talked about this too much. Not the time. But I could have taken Phantom Thread for <laughs> not a Christmas movie. Also, another one from that year. Not Christmas, but Hanukkah. Call me by your name. Mm. Ugh. Amazing. Yeah. The ending. Yes. That's a hard category. There's so many. There's so many. You could have picked.
1: So, so many. Edward Scissorhands.
0: My God, you were so on the Tim Burton train today. (laughs) I wouldn't pick him as my holiday heartthrob.
1: Tim Burton or Johnny Depp?
0: Johnny Depp. (laughs) Or Tim Burton, really. Either one.
1: Another wild card is the newly released, it's called Happiest Season. It's on Hulu. I think one of Hulu's first original Christmas movies.
0: It's cute. I watched it. Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis. It has a really stacked cast too. Mary Steenburgen, who's also yeah. the mom and Elf. Mm-hmm. Dan Levy.
1: Aubrey oh, yeah. Plaza. So it is cute. I have some major issues with it and it just comes in the story. But I think the fact that Cleo Duval wanted to create this queer Christmas story that was largely represented by queer actors. I think it was a huge and great undertaking. It does really capture the Christmas spirit. It's about this couple going back home, and the daughter isn't out to her family yet, and her parents are sticklers, and her dad, who's played by Victor Garbo, is running for office. He's another... I Mm -hmm. feel like big actor. And so there's a lot of drama. There are a lot of cute lines Mm -hmm. that happen. One of my favorites is when Mary goes, why are you hiding in the closet? (laughs) And the Roomba runs out. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. What did you think of it?
0: You know, I think it was good to see representation and talking about a queer story because a lot of holiday movies that we have are very heteronormative. So I think it was nice Mm -hmm. to see that. But I would say the story itself is like nothing to write home about but it's cute to just throw yeah. on. It's better than, like, A Christmas Prince or some of those, for sure. Oh,
1: for sure. Did you see it, Isabel?
0: I haven't watched it yet. Um, I was really excited okay. when I saw, like, the trailer on Twitter, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. I like all the people in it, so I'll definitely check it out. And another one that we have that came out on Netflix is Jingle Jangle, which is actually the first Christmas musical with a predominantly Black cast. I think it's a lot of fun, and it's good, I think, especially for kids to see that kind of representation in holiday movies Mm -hmm. and on Netflix. And I think it was pretty popular when it dropped on netflix too did you watch this
1: one yeah i saw it i think it's very broadway heavy Mm -hmm. lots of original music i think the set design here was really well done and i really like the animation that they bring throughout Mm -hmm. in different ways it's on the longer side which i kind of had an issue with just because it made me realize that christmas movies are on the shorter side because they're Mm -hmm. They're quick. Their storylines don't really have a purpose to be that long, I guess. Mm -hmm. And um, especially when your story is really pointed and there's only one direction for it to go. And for that to take two hours sometimes just feels like it's dragging.
0: I mean, it's not that much shorter than Eyes Wide Shut. Like they're almost the same length. Which is
1: crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little outlandish and the acting is (laughs) just crazy the other new netflix ones that came out were dolly parton's christmas on the square just a total trip mm-hmm. um was... there was potential in the beginning but to me it just quickly fell apart <laughs> <laughs>
0: I agree. I mean, God bless Dolly, but it ventures so far into Campy.
1: Christine Baranski does a great job.
0: We love Christine Baranski.
1: It's a lot to handle.
0: There are other new Netflix Christmas movies that are up that are really terrible. Like a level of terrible even that I cannot deal with. The Mm Holiday. Oh my God. The Emma Roberts one. (laughs) There's a scene in it that I cannot even describe.
1: Wait, which one?
0: Where she takes the laxative. (laughs) It is unreal. I forgot. Yeah, the holiday. There's one that's like midnight at the Magnolia. That one's horrible. I watched that one.
1: I can't do that one.
0: Christmas with a prince. Is that the one? Terrible. Terrible. It's really bad. The prince has like very obvious like cheek fillers. It's very distracting.
1: <laughs> oh what? Yikes. Oh, it's bad. There's Operation Christmas Drop. Did you guys watch this?
0: I started it the other day. I didn't oh yes, yet, with the c- with the CGI lizard. <laughs> It has um, Kat Graham Uh, in it, who is also a potential. Yes, yes. Yes, Kat Graham from Vampire Diaries. Yes, because she's in that. She's in the holiday calendar. Oh, I like the holiday calendar. She's in something I do too. That's a cute one. She's I feel like she's in another Christmas movie as well. Maybe just those two. We also have The Night Before Christmas with Vanessa Hudgens, Night K N I G H T. <laughs> I like that one. Which she's from Ohio. That one is
1: really cute. Mm-hmm.
0: They're all another trope. They're always <laughs> from Ohio. That's true. I excuse these much more readily than I do dramas, for example, Hillbilly Elegy. Oh.
1: which is now out on netflix as well so much viewing to do i
0: will we'll decide
1: how much don't we cover that for this
0: all right well thank you isabel for joining us today for our holiday movie draft this was a lot of fun It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me come up with some of the crazy categories.
1: (laughs) Yes, we'll have to have you back. Maybe not for 824 if you don't want to reprise your role. You can come up with some (laughs) ideas. We'll be happy to have you.
0: That whole podcast is so cursed. It's like no one will ever hear because (laughs) (laughs) corrupted file, etc. I don't know if we'll ever do it again. So next time on Oscar Wilde, we'll be talking all about David Fincher's new film, Mank.
1: So you've seen this already. I haven't seen it yet. Mm -hmm. It's released on December 4th.
0: I'm so excited for you to see it just because I really don't know what you're going to think and I'm trying to keep my reactions to myself.
1: (laughs) This is definitely one of the biggest movies of 2020. Been waiting for this for such a long time. I tried to shield myself from all the reactions on Twitter and there were some really good ones but also some really bad ones saying it's overrated. So I'm still trying to to wait and see this so I can't wait to talk about it hopefully I like it and we will see
0: so the Hollywood history and everything that they pack into the movie there's so much there Mm -hmm. so we'll provide a lot of context and historical background too so if you haven't seen the movie yet it could be a good podcast to listen to to help prepare you for it we'll talk a little about Citizen Kane too but we won't go too far into it
1: Okay, so you wouldn't recommend necessarily watching Citizen Kane before seeing Mank?
0: I would 100% watch oh. Citizen Kane before seeing okay. Mank. Okay. <laughs> so if you haven't seen Citizen Kane yet, watch it before you watch Mank. I think it's very helpful in understanding what's going on in the film, but also just historically what was happening then and what this really is all about. But I think we will cover the historical angle. So talking about who the Mankiewicz brothers were, who Marion Davies is, is who William Randolph Hearst is that kind of thing because they're all major players in the story Mank and Citizen Kane but definitely watch Citizen Kane
1: first okay awesome
0: on HBO Max right now
1: perfect so thank you everyone for listening if you have some other Christmas movies that we didn't mention definitely reach out we would love to hear thank you all for listening we'll see you next time stay safe out there and wear your masks
0: yeah stay safe wear your masks and happy holidays